Vanessa, you must record the podcast. This is something that I will not allow. Who are you doing? That's my Wilson um, Fisk impression. That's a bad Wilson Fisk impression. Oh. Wow. <laughs> to start, <laughs> I, I haven't seen this, you know, Daredevil's Fisk or anything, but I, I thought it was pretty good, dude. You saw, you, you sounded like you resembled the bald man there. Vanessa. Daredevil, but you were pretty good, Doc. You Matt know, Murdoch, your cock is too big. That is something I cannot allow. <laughs> Howdy, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the G-Man Show. I'm your host, Gavin, and these are your co-hosts. I'm Grady. Oh, yeah, we introduced ourselves. I forgot about that. I'm Griffin. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, welcome to another episode. Today, we're going to be discussing Iron Man 2. In our Marvel yes. Marathon binge. Um, um, for before we get into that, for you visual people, um, the eleven people, um, we gotta we gotta make a better a better transition to that because Gavin starts off with being like, "This is what we're gonna talk about," and you go, "Hey, shut up for a second because I have to talk about these things." <laughs> no, no. Well, that's even before I'm getting into the news because the first thing I want to address is for the visual people. Uh, as you notice, we are not in person. We're uh, online, so it might be a little bit laggy. Um, the audio people, obviously, you won't notice, um, but there are no audio listeners right now. Um, so there's only visual ones. So, guys, I'm sorry it's going to be laggy, but it's okay. Wait. Yeah, yeah. Um... <laughs> well, I, I checked the statistics. We don't have audio listeners yet. We only have visual people. Gotcha. Please check out our Spotify. Um, yeah, that yeah on Spotify, and I think that's the only place we're on right now. <laughs> we're literally making this shit up as as we film the fucking podcast. Because I was about to think, should we like plug ourselves? That's lame. That's corny. This, our show yeah. is a plug. <laughs> that's yeah. Cool. No, the, it there. I set up a link tree so people can find our stuff somewhere. I mean, yeah. Let, let's be honest. Again, we got like five people watching our show, so. Yeah, and you know, as you could, the production quality. I mean, this ain't you know. Yeah, <laughs> that one guy. We're not, we're not making Sopranos over here. We're uh, you know, we're not you know one guy. Yeah, actually, I want to take um, I want to take a moment, and I'm really sorry, man, because sorry, I was I'm so I'm pulling up TikTok because I want to go to our TikTok and take a moment. Um, so we just started uh, putting out TikToks in the past couple of weeks, right? Um, you can't see it. We got 11 followers, right? But shout out to the OG, the one for you, man. Um, mm-hmm. shout out you, dude. We, we know you're our first ever viewer and listener, and we know that you, you are fucking, you know, I can see that you're interacting with the content. So thank you, man, because you're keeping the show alive. Yeah, you're keeping the lights on. Yeah. Thank you, dude. If the one for you, the one, if you, you want to. If you want to come on the show, man, there's always a spot for you. <laughs> yeah, for, for sure. All right, now that we got kind of the, uh, you know, kind of the business kind of stuff out of the way. we do news? Oh, I should probably address um, something really quickly. Obviously, as you guys can tell, Florence P has not uh, come. Um, once again, uh, I think she's really busy filming 
Black Widow 2. I heard something really crazy. I heard she was filming a scene with, like, Henry Cavill, so who knows? Oh, my God. Oh, well, with Henry Cavill? Multiverse of Madness. Whoa, who knows? Black Widow 2 sounds insane, guys. Well, it's gonna be actually, Gavin. Is Superman going to be in the Marvel movies? Who knows? It's funny that you mention up Florence Pugh, our, our good friend Florence Pugh, because that's actually... That's actually our first piece of news today. Iconic, okay. So the first piece of news today that I have memorized, memorized, drilled into my brain, is that Florence Pugh and Tom Holland have talked about doing a team-up movie with the two of them. That'd be cool. Now, none of the officials have commented on it, but the two actors have talked and said that that's something they want to do. Whether it'd be like a whole movie or just, you know, a little bit, but they've talked about wanting to do a team up together. I think that would be a great team up. I don't, I'm not, I mean, like, I th you always hear like stories of like, oh, wouldn't it be great if so and so got together? I don't know. We'll probably see them together. I would imagine she's going to be like either in the Thunderbolts or Young Avengers. She's clearly going to replace Natasha Romanoff's <laughs> Black Widow. So, yeah, um, definitely. I totally see them interacting. And that's great. I, I, I mean, in general, I know we joke. I mean, we don't joke. Florence Pugh is our great friend, um, but she's a phenomenal actress. I literally like. I, when we get to Hawkeye, like she saved that show for me a little bit. So um, she saves everything. I'm <laughs> in love with her. <laughs> yeah, she's pretty okay. But like in a friend way, because you know we're all friends with her. All, well, I mean, I'm the one that texts her. Let's make that clear. This is really. <laughs> yeah, let's move on. <laughs> Let's move on. Florence Pugh, please don't. We're not this weird. Okay. Um, and I guess, like, while I'm on this Spidey train, I might as well give you the next piece of news, which is, of course, Spider-Man related, right? Right. Because right. it's my goal to add him in every episode. Um, apparently, uh, according to my sources, um, when the Spider-Man No Way Home Blu-ray comes out, there will be 100 minutes of extra content. Oh, shit. Wow. Like, bonus, like, deleted scenes? Or is this, like bonus features i don't know they just said 100 minutes of extra content on dvd that's all that's written on the notes yeah, that's cool but all right could be some deleted scenes i mean i know the bridge scene was extended super I long would, so i would like to see an extended version of that because uh that, mm -hmm. that's a fun fight um i would imagine i would imagine the fight would be like him fighting the green goblin a bit more because it is kind of weird how, like, the Green Goblin is all of a sudden about to kill Peter, and then all of a sudden he's like, oh, I'm not the Green Goblin anymore! That was, like, the one thing that weirded me out in him. It was just, like, that that changed. Wait, when? when? When he, like, talks in the alleyway to the mask. Oh, well, he does that all the time in the first movie. <laughs> it wasn't me, it was the Goblin! Yeah, that, that was oh, okay. Norman's on sabbatical, sweetheart. Norman's on sabbatical. He's so good. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm hyped for that. There might be some Toby and Andrew scenes that were cut because um, I know that they did scenes for post credits where they were back in their original universes. So maybe that will show up. I would. Maybe it won't. Um, I really want that. Um, but moving on. Oh, uh, <laughs> I wrote down. I I just did the notes app today for the news, and I wrote down. Moon Knight one episode release. Um, I 
don't know what I what where I was going with that, but why'd you share that? Why don't you just skip over that? Well, maybe someone fucking figure out what the fuck I meant. Um because I don't know what that means. Moon Knight is it out? It's on. Oh, Moon Knight one episode release. So originally Moon Knight was supposed to have two episodes at launch, but it has best been released that uh, it will only have one episode at launch, um, yeah. unlike Hawkeye and other shows. Um, but whatever. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, also, regarding Moon Knight, She-Hulk, and Miss Marvel, um, apparently those shows have already been um, are already getting multiple seasons. Oh wow, that's actually kind of cool. Because other than Loki and What If, the other shows have yeah. like second seasons. Yeah, so these shows apparently are all supposed to last multiple seasons, which, that's cool. I'm actually, here's the thing, hot take, I like, don't get me wrong, I love the Marvel movies, obviously, but like, I feel like for telling the stories, the TV structure of having like a one season episode is much better for superhero characters, so I'm down Mm -hmm. for multiple seasons of following characters, especially Moon Knight, He, he looks really cool. Fuck yeah, he looks awesome. What do you think of that, Griff? Uh, I, yeah, I'm really excited for Moon Knight. I, I don't, I don't know what they'll do in the second season. I'm just like excited for it. Yeah, that's yeah. thing too. Is I don't know any. Again, we don't know anything. So. Yeah, same. Um, and the last piece of news, actually, I think is the most juicy. Um, is I don't know if you guys have been he- hearing about this already. Um, maybe you're you haven't because you're not you know the little reporter, but um. The actress for Wasp, um, Evangeline Lilly, Evangeline Lilly, um, the actor for Wasp is anti-vax, um, and recently has posted something about being anti-vax, um, and a bunch of other Marvel actors like Simu Liu, who played, um, Shang-Chi and stuff are all apparently coming out and... They're saying stuff like how disappointing and how upset they are with her. Yeah, uh, I mean, I can imagine, like, I thought I, I thought I read that a while ago. Or maybe she was being candied about um, mm-hmm. being anti-vax before. Um, yeah, I mean, I know, like, who's that? I, who's the, the sister of... The actress for Shuri? I don't know her name. Yeah, I don't know her name. Um... But she also is like anti-vax, and I know like Black Panther basically has been her. Um, like I think it was originally supposed to come out the summer. Now it's coming out in like November. Um, yeah, that's like that, the thing. I like. Here's the thing. I don't. I'm of the opinion of like, you can do what whatever you want with your body. Um, but like, I think specific like not for event Kate from Lost. But for the girl for Black Panther, like she's actively delayed production on a multi-million dollar movie. Like, mm-hmm. if I were Marvel, I'd be like, you have to take the bags because you're actually costing us money. Or replace her. Like, I would give her an ultimatum because she's, I mean, they haven't. I think, like, clearly they made, they're moving, the movie's filming. I think they're still filming. Um, yeah. But, again, I think that's, I, you should get the vaccine. I'm pro-vaccine. I have the vaccine. I got the booster. Um, but I, I don't... 
I'm, I don't really, I'm beyond caring. About people yeah. Are. I mean, even like politics aside, cause I, I, you know, I don't want to talk too much politics on the show ever really, but um, I, I, you know, cause that fucking sucks. Right. <laughs> but I think the, the reason I brought it up is because it is sad that these productions are now having so many difficulties because of, Oh, you know, people's people's political beliefs, and now it's like leaking into the it's leaking into the content that we care about. You know, I don't give a fuck about the real world, right? I only care about Marvel, and it's oh, leaking my into my shit. Oh my my Marvel juice! Um, Get it sorted, Marvel. I just care about the content. I don't care about no one's safety. No, I don't, don't, I don't take care that seriously. About your safety, fucking milk that cow as long as you yeah. can. I do respect people's safety. I just we've already Marvel. We've already clipped already. <laughs> Grady, you Grady actually advocates for mass genocide. I'm the one who clips all of the clips, and I've already clipped it. Right. <laughs> I've already. No. TikTok. This is we're in a TikTok right now. <laughs> um. All right. Uh, do we got any um, other news? Uh, no, that's that. Uh, thank you, uh, thank you for calling me that. Um, no, no news today. That's all the news. All right. Uh, once again, not, nothing, nothing really meaty. Thank you. But um, Griffin, would you like to tell us now that we're gonna move on to Iron Man two? Griffin. Oh my God. Yeah. So today, so we watched all individually, not together this time. Not that that we've ever seen one in, all together. Um, we watched Iron Man 2. Uh, Iron Man 2 is a crazy story because it directly follows Iron Man 1, if you'd believe that, being a sequel. Um, so Iron Man 2 is like, Iron Man's the GOAT, you know? He's the greatest of all time. He's big Superman. He's basically Superman at this point. Um, and the United States government's, like, worried because, you know, they, they raised some valid concerns. They're like, hey, man, like, if you're doing this type of bullshit there's gonna be someone else with the bigger hammer right but that's not the case because he's like no they're like five to ten years away from that showing but but howard stark worked on the arc reactor tech with another dude and that dude dies and he tells his son he's like all i can give you is my big freaking wrinkly brain um and so this guy's like i'm gonna prove it tony stark that i can beat him and then so they they go to a racetrack and then he and he kind of makes him he what did he say i if you make god bleed you know you kind of beat him and tony stark kind of took that to the chin that kind of pissed him off uh, and he went off the rails he's dying of of coronavirus in this movie which is very like politically yeah, you know wow. kind of crazy he was very ahead of its time but he's dying of rona he's got green grid matrix shit all up in his neck um and nick fury's pissed at him because he's like you're just letting yourself die you know, you, you give your best friend who's in the military your war machine shoot. Like, what are you doing? Figure it out. And so Tony, you know, makes a, a new special arc reactor that, that saves his life. Gosh dang it. And all while this is happening, the big bad guy, Whiplash, is released from prison, is working with the fucking um, hammer tech. Yeah, I set that up earlier with the hammer, bigger hammer, right? I didn't even hammer tech. That guy's a jerk. That guy, honestly, he's just like a really rich dude with nothing else better to do. He just like, so he hires this bad guy. And of course, the bad guy betrays Hammer Tech, which is also a bad guy. And he gets trouble at the end. Pepper Potts makes sure of that. Uh, but they have a big fight. 
um, at the Tony Stark uh, Expo Fair thing, and it was honestly a really short fight. They had that under control. Um, and then, you know, there's a kiss on, you know, Gwyneth Paltrow and Tony Stark finally make love atop a rooftop. Rhodey catches them in the middle of the doing business. And uh, he's like, I'm taking your suit for real, though, this time. A lot of a lot of turmoil. But in the end, of course, Tony Stark prevails, you know? <laughs> Thanks for the Wikipedia rundown. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I fucking loved um, it. <laughs> so what'd you guys think of Iron Man 2? I loved it. <laughs> did you really? No, I actually did really like this movie. Um, I mean, listen, as as all of these early Phase One movies, I've kind of noticed a trend that they they all have a bit of problems. Um, but I honestly, for the most part, I feel like this movie is just like fun testoster- testosterone testosterone tones. Um, the acapella group Testosterone Tones. I feel like it's they're really good in this, and the movie's just like it's just a fun movie in my opinion. That's why I enjoyed it. I didn't look too deep into it a lot. You know, I, I see the flaws. I look over it because I see the cool action and the cool rock and roll music. Okay. Yeah, I like. Um, you know, the thing I noticed about these early phase movies is that the bad is so in is so small scale. You know, yeah. like in Iron Man one, he's he's like you know battling some terrorists here and there, but it's it's very just you know uh, the Iron Mongol. That's the bad guy. In this one, it's it's fucking it's just fucking whiplash. You know, and it's it's very centered around like small scale things which you know traveling watching all the more movies and now going back to this one yeah but for for what they are i also really liked it um i thought it was really good um robert downey jr is tony stark still is he's the fucking man that whole scene when he's with the united states government is like iconic privatized world peace iconic um I I will have to say that um, freaking um, uh, Rhodey in this movie, yeah, no I, good. I, I can't, you know. Yeah, Don it's, Cheadle. It's unfortunate that Don Cheadle, um, yeah, that's that's my like. I guess it's broad. unfortunate that Don Cheadle. Exists. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I was defending him in Iron Man One. I'm like, I really like Don Cheadle, but in this one, it's just like a directly following. I was just like, man, he's... such a downgrade. Yeah. Um. Well, I am surprised you guys liked it. I did not like this. Movie. I actually thought it was quite bad. Hmm. Um. Damn. I, yeah. I I thought um, it kind of was all over the place with the story. Um, Tony Stark comes off as a real asshole in this movie, and it's not redeeming. It's it's act. He's very annoying as character. But isn't constantly trying to put out fires he's made, and he's kind of being a jerk about it. Isn't that like a part of his arc, though? Yeah, but like he was the asshole with charm, and like like for example, in the first movie, like he was a dick, but like he was still likable, and there were still characters that like liked him. Like in Iron Man Two, he's just an ass to everyone, and everyone. Well, you gotta like keep in mind the context. 
of him just being like, but like I am Iron Man, and then now he's now he's Superman. Now everyone knows it's also Tony Stark. That's that's one of the elements I did like was the celebrity. How this movie explored what was like the celebrity status of a superhero. I thought that was super interesting. Was like what it would it be like if a superhero and it's what if they were a celebrity? I was a little confused. Like Iron Man at one point, like I private like he's like I've longest world peace. You know he's been Iron Man for like six months, and like what does he do? I, I'm very confused by what Iron Man does. I know he fights terrorists, but it's implied that there's global world peace. So I'm as a as someone who's very interested in world politics, I'd be very curious to see how he deals with some tensions. But you know, that's fine. I'm not bothered that they didn't explore that. I was just curious. <laughs> I was curious about it while watching the movie. Um, but yeah, I, I really think the movie's very. It doesn't know what it wants to do. It doesn't know if it wants to tell. This story about Iron Man, who's kind of an alcoholic and an ass. You know, we see him getting drunk at the party, wearing the suit, blasting shit. Or if we, we're going to do the dying storyline, or if we're setting up the Avengers, or if we're doing this, like, Warhammer, Justin, like, with the... There's, like, five different storylines going on, and then they kind of just end. Like, I'm not going to lie that the shot of the movie is, like, them with the senator, and then it cuts to credits, and I was kind of like, that's it? That's the movie? It's over? I didn't see I Well, you go. I've been talking for a hot minute. Oh. I see. I was going to say, like, while he... First of all, I feel like all of those plots... uh, Yeah, it is a very kind of... That that is one of my issues with the movie. It is kind of clustered and and trying to do a lot. um, Especially a lot more compared to what the first movie was trying to do. Yeah. Um... But in regards to, like, Tony being unlikable, I personally feel like that was the whole point of the movie. Um, because in the he's always had an ego, and then his ego kind of went down a little bit when he realized that, oh, I'm selling weapons to terrorists. But then when he became Iron Man, he his ego was became even bigger than before because he's like, oh, I fixed all my mistakes. I'm great now. Um, so I think the movie, like... I think it's good that he's not likable and that everyone, like, you know, Pepper's getting frustrated with him. Like, but no like, one really... Although, to Gavin's credit, I hated, as he's, like, leaving with the strawberries, he doesn't, like, throw them away. He just fucking chucks it at the trash can. I was, like, so unnecessary. Why did you do that? Dude, what I was mad at that, too. <laughs> he just fucking <laughs> dropped it on the ground. I'm like, what the fuck, man? So annoying. She's like, wait, wasn't she like, I'm allergic to strawberries? Yeah, she put it all over her carpet. Yeah, it's like, the fuck, man? I think my problem is, though, is like, I don't mind, like, the egotism, I don't mind his ego, because that's something that's a huge part of his character arc. Like, the big thing in Iron Man 3 is, in the Avengers movie, it's the first time he's dealing with, like, aliens and gods, and in Iron Man 3, he's fucking suffering from PTSD, realizing he's not the shit in the universe. And I don't mind that ego, but in this movie, like, what's his character arc like what does he get by the end of this movie he just unpoisons himself gets back with gwyneth paltrow um do you want me to, all right i've bad guy i've got a potential answer to that question gavin I'm, I'm i'm like i really don't know what he learned i'm like that's what i like that's my problem is there's no arc. there's things he has to do but there's no character arc for this movie it's it feels like it's a snippet which if the, i don't which I guess if this was what the movie was trying to do, that's one thing. But it just felt like this is a week in Iron Man's life. I, I it was just 
it was just like here's a bunch of storylines and then sorry i'm talking i'm rambling um his arc was that he learned that he's not the best and that but maybe he needs a little that. more hey maybe he needs a little more help from others than he thought yeah which I'm is why Rhodey helps him it's a team huh? up movie no, it's a team-up movie. <laughs> but, like, first off, War Machine is barely in it. Like, if you really think about it, he's in, like, three scenes. Yep. The scene where, where you meet him, the scene where he steals the suit, and then the scene where they fight together. That's mm -hmm. it. Oh, maybe there's a scene where, like, he's, like, telling Justin Hammer how, what the, I want all those weapons on my suit. Yeah, um, yeah, when they do the, Justin Hammer's like, this one's my favorite, and he's like, I'll take it. All of them. A big pro of this movie, a big positive, is Justin Hammer. I fucking loved him as the villain. Yeah, he's so good. Oh, what a slimy grease ball. So like, funny. I love... He, yeah, he was so funny. I loved him. I'm, and I'm so... I kind of forgot, because he's so charming. In, in a very loserish... He's such a loser. I love yeah. He was great. Some um, of my favorite scenes were with Justin Hammer. Just like... The offhand shit, like, when the reporter has, like, just wants to go film Tony Stark and he's still trying to, like, keep it centered and stuff. Or, like, by the end when he loses it on Whiplash, like, all, all like, he just calls back a bunch of shit that happened earlier on in the movie that he's, like, obviously was fed up with earlier. I, I think you're right. He's just pathetic. It's awesome. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, he's just this clearly, despite the money and wealth he has, he's just a, a basically someone who... Failed go like, succeed at six like they just sick, failed. Yeah, I, love I, I also no you yeah. you continue. Oh okay. No. I, I... <laughs> it's a lot harder to chime in over the internet than it is in person. Um, I also really liked. Uh, I I also like Whiplash as a villain. I thought it was cool. Like I I like the bird. That's funny. He's funny. I See, that's that... funny. I think that was good, though, because I think it was, like... I don't want to say the chemistry, but it was, like... I liked the relationship Whiplash had with Justin. How Whiplash yeah. was kind of manipulating him, and Justin Hammer was, thought he was manipulating him. Um, they bounced off each other really well, I think. Yeah, the scene, like, where they're just talking, like, they're having dinner, and, yeah, I want my bird, like... Yeah, it's like, genuinely it's, a funny it's, scene. The way I, I love... <laughs> 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 I, I, I do, like... I, I don't like Whiplash as a villain. Whiplash is fine. He's serviceable. I think Justin Hammer does a really good job being the villain. Because Whiplash seems like more like they have to have a boss battle. And they're like, what Iron Man villain can we make that's like, oh, let's use Whiplash. Because um, mm -hmm. he is like, is, he is like, I like the design. Like, I like that he, I don't know why he's, I was questioning that. Why? Why, why he what? Why are, why whips? Um, oh, Iron Man actually said something about it um, when he visited him in jail because of his, like, janky-ass setup he had and, like, how he just, like, his arc reactor, like, was off just because of, like, because he had, sh like, you know, he, he's not right. as he doesn't have the shit. Um, like, how they conducted the current was, like, the, a, a very effective way to, you know, produce energy and stuff like that. All right, but I just missed that. Um... But I, I thought he was fine. I didn't think he was that great. I just thought it was... What was disappointing about him was the fight with the, on the 
racetrack was actually awesome. Yeah. And then the fight at Dude. the very end was 10 seconds, and then it was, it was done. Yeah. All right. Before we talk about that final fight, um, I just want to say that that race car track fight scene, I'm glad we all think it was fucking awesome. And I also think that suit-up is one of, like, the coolest Iron Man suit-ups. Like, Iron Man suit-ups have kind of gotten, like, lamer and lamer as it goes on. And I think I think that one was pretty fucking awesome. I love the suitcase, how he just... Yeah, how it, like, goes it on up. like that. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I agree, yeah. No, that fight was awesome. I, I liked everything with the with the racetrack. I thought it was... I like how they incorporated Happy and Pepper into it. Like, Happy just mows... It, like, runs him over. Yeah. And he starts, like, getting the... Cha- it was awesome sequence. No, Happy... This is when Happy's role in MCU gets a little bit bigger. Yeah. yeah. And, and, oh my god, literally right before the racetrack scene, uh, Elon Musk? Yeah, yeah love that cameo. I forgot that he was in the movie. He made a cameo. I did too. No, I was just like, oh, wait, that's... He said something about electric chairs. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, like, <laughs> I was just like, what, what's up, Elon? But Dude, what? You're in real life. Um... But um, going back to the final battle, you guys didn't like the final battle? I thought that was fucking was awesome. Was no. Dude, it is 20 seconds of Iron Man and Rhodey just mowing these animatrons down before Iron Man's like, fuck this, does his lasers. And then it's 20 seconds of them being knocked around by Whiplash before they're like, I got an idea. It, and Whiplash just stares at him. Like, as he's like, what was happening? I don't know. I'm here for it. It's so lame. Yeah. yeah. I, that fight was lame as and I think what was worse was, like, the setup was so cool. It's yeah. Iron Man and War Machine fighting an army of other Iron Man. Oh, this is sick. And then Griffin's right. Yeah, like, they fight, and it's like, oh, sick. Iron Man does, like, his KO move, his smash move, and you're like, what? Yeah, why did they give him that final smash in this one? I know he uses it so much more throughout, like, the MCU, yeah. but why did they just throw it in there? It really, I think it honestly was, like, the move, like, the movie they were running out of budget and they're like, uh, we gotta we gotta wrap we gotta wrap this up. Um I because I really don't know why it wasn't like a, an elongated fight. It it was perfectly well, set up to be this intense yeah fight. I, I think you know what I think it was? I think cause you know how there's like this whole like the fight in like the what it was like a dome or like the they're, they're like the river you know what I mean? Like where they fight yeah, where it's got like yeah. the pond or whatever. I think before that, you know, there's like the whole chase sequence. I think, right. I think maybe they put all of like the time and budget into that, and then when they finally got there, they're like, "Oh, shit!" Yeah. Like that chase was not part of the fight for me. That's just like, yeah, you know, not not a lot happened, and they were constantly jumping back to Hammer and Pepper, back to Black Widow and Happy, back to the bad guy, back to the chase. Like it wasn't its own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I, th- I think that that's probably, I mean, well, it's kind of misleading because I bet like the creators were like, what do you mean? That's a part of the final fight. But like, I, I kind of agree that wasn't a part of the final fight. That was yeah. the, the buildup and to get you hyped for this final showdown. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, exactly. It's, um, I, I guess when I do think about it, it is kind of disappointing. Yeah, I think that's the thing is just so, and I, I'm not saying it needs to be a 30 minute fucking machine gore fest but like you have a really cool setup and a, such a lame payoff um and then it's, it's like cool. oh now we're gonna have the big boss battle with whiplash that's why the fight was short no that's also even shorter um 
I will say, like, the Black Widow stuff was cool. She she was sick. Yeah, I was about to say, how have we gone 30 minutes without talking about Black Widow? Yeah, because this is actually crazy. This is, like, the first movie where they're really, like, are we actually really going to set up the Avengers? Um, even though they don't, they just really just introduce Black Widow and say, Tony Stark, you're an advisor for the Avengers, even though he's an That's it. Um, um Scarlett I... oh. What, Griff? Scarlett Johansson. She was fucking awesome in this movie. Okay, here's the thing about Black Widow in this movie. Is she extremely over-sexualized? Yeah, she is. Um, I actually but... want to talk about that for one moment. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Isn't it kind of interesting that John Favreau plays Happy and is the director of Iron Man 2 and has a lot of scenes with Scarlett Johansson in sexual, like... There's the scene where, like, she, like, wrestles with him. There's the scene (laughs) undressing in the car. And, like, I'm just saying, if the shoe fits, that's all I'm saying. It's a little weird that the director's like, what if you you wrapped her legs around me? It's a wrestling match. You look sick. It was a pretty fun scene. It was sick. Like, she's sick. She's badass as fuck, dude. Like... The movie does, like, a really good job of, like, showcasing. I think this was, like, a really good introduction of Black Widow because it's, like, she she is sexy and she does use her body to her advantage. Like, she was trained to do that. That's Black Widow. To manipulate men, yeah. Yeah, to manipulate men. So, like, she already would, like, I don't mind that, that she, like, her character was sexualized because that's literally what, how she manipulates people. Like, you could even, she was even trying to do that with Tony Stark. There was a couple times she was, like, flirting with him before she revealed herself as a yeah. agent. Um, so I, I don't mind the sexualization too much. I just thought it was weird that when they did do it a lot, John Favreau was in the scene with her. Mm-hmm. But but that hallway doing? fight scene. Yeah, that hallway. That hallway takedown was so fucking sick. That's so cool, and, like... We miss a lot of that, like, cool, intimate, choreographed fight scenes with all this CGI bullshit later on. And it's so lame, but, like, seeing her just take out all these guys and then finish it off with her pepper spraying one at the end is, like, so... It snaps, honestly. It was so sick. Yeah, no, it was awesome. She was sick. Um, I, I really liked her inclusion. I never... I didn't feel like she... It felt, I mean, it was a little less natural than, say, Don Cheadle becoming War Machine, but I didn't feel like she was distracting from the movie. If anything, she was adding to it. Like, it wasn't just, like, I'm sure, like, when they were making the movie, it's like, we have to have Black Widow in here. But, like, she did feel natural, and it wasn't like, oh, here's, oh, no, Black Widow is actually yeah. a part of the storyline. Um, mm-hmm. I liked her a lot. I thought, yeah, I agree. Scarlett Johansson was pretty cool. Um, yeah, I, I, I think, I mean, Blackwood is one of my favorite characters, not gonna lie, so maybe, yeah, obviously, you know, Cap, Spider-Man are above her, but, um, I, she's definitely top five for me, I think. Damn, um, wow. But honestly, I didn't get that opinion until, um, Infinity War and Endgame, mainly Endgame. Um, she really gained a lot of her ranks, in my opinion. Um, yeah, Endgame, I feel like, before her movie, that was her big character movie. 
Mm-hmm. Like I loved her. I've loved her throughout in like Winter Soldier, Iron Man 2 and the Avenger movies. But Endgame was when I was like, OK, she's pretty sick. But but she's always been a badass. You know what I mean? So that's what I appreciated out of this one. Talking about other characters they introduced in this movie. You know, they introduced War Machine officially. Black Widow. What other characters did they introduce in this movie, guys, to the MCU? What other important characters do you think? Oh, that's right, Peter Parker. Yeah. That's right, Peter Parker. <laughs> yeah, he's the little kid with the Iron Man mask, right? Who goes like this. Yeah. yeah. I know. I did, yeah, didn't Kevin Feige say, like, oh, that's Peter Parker. They retconned it. Like, yeah, oh. I'm sure that was planned from the start, guys. I'm sure yeah. that wasn't a last-minute addition. I'm sure that was Tom Holland himself. Yeah, that was yeah, probably Tom Holland. That's like Holland. Yeah, he, he went over the pond. <laughs> what the? Did John Favreau really say that? I Kevin Feige did. Like Kevin Feige did. Like he, but he said this like three or four years ago. Like a while ago. Years and years after Iron Man Two came out, he's like, "Hey, you see that kid, Peter Parker?" This was like when Holt, when Spider Man was being introduced. That's wanted- like that's. Just the biggest load of horse shit I've ever heard. Yeah, <laughs> it's really stupid. Oh my god, what? you can say that about any character. You can, oh, oh my god. Hey, you see you that kid that? walking around in the background? That's the next Captain the America. Be like, yeah, look at that guy in the background. That's Paul Rudd, Ant Man over there. He he's not in this movie yet, but he's right you there. See, you I, see that one? If you see that like little tiny speck moving across the scene. That's not a fly. That's Ant Man. That's actually Ant Man. Those those pixels. Those are Ant Man and Wasp. If you uh, zoom in, I don't like that. That's such bullshit. Yeah, it's very clear that they were trying to be like, oh, he was in. Look at how smart and good at storytelling we are. It's don't like, you? Like, us. <laughs> it's like, guys, you have done a good job at weaving all of this together. But like, come on, you're not that good. Like, how many more taps on the back do you need? Like, grow a pair of your own nutsack. Like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't know. I just... What fucking bitches for doing that, man? <laughs> I mean, it's annoying, but I'm not going to, like... Uh, grow some balls, Marvel. Just have Tom Holland cast right away. Jesus Christ. This new Batman movie is going to put Marvel to fucking in the dirt, dude. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I think it will. Yeah, I think it will too. Can we talk about Batman for a second? <laughs> Dude, three hours? Yeah, it's gonna be a three fucking hour movie. That movie's gonna be insane. It's gonna be fucking oh, nuts. I'm pumped, obviously. I am I'm a big Batman fan for our viewers. Um Um, we're covering that in a yeah, few well, weeks. Yeah, March. Yeah, like four weeks. It'll be a special um, episode. It'll be a special episode. I, I'm pumped. Five, really. five yeah, five weeks until we cover the Batman. G-Men special in five weeks. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Griff, did you know that on your... um, uh, This is a little off topic, but we're on the schedule. Um, Griffin, for your... um, So it's, so you know how like each, each of our birthday weeks, I wanted to give everyone the opportunity to talk about any movie they wanted, right? Sure. That's what we'll be doing but, for our viewers. Oh, yeah. That's what we're doing for... The, so every week, you know, we're doing content. Uh, they'll catch on. Um, but Griffin, so I was going to be like, oh, well, Griffin can talk about Sonic on his birthday. The week before your birthday, Sonic the Hedgehog 2 comes out. And then on your birthday, we could talk about Sonic Hedgehog 1. 
So we can just talk about Sonic for two weeks. Wow, wild. So excited. I, I don't know. I don't know if people want to hear me talk about Sonic for fucking two over two hours. And well, and you know what comes out before Sonic the Hedgehog 2? Morbius. That's gonna be a great <laughs> few weeks. Be a nice break. Uh, cause I don't know about you guys, but I'm like almost done with the first season of Agents of the Shield. I've been watching yeah. Euphoria, and I just finished season two, episode four today, and there's nothing else on HBO right now, and I'm fucking I'm depressed. Gonna, I'll be honest. You got Agents of Shield, so remember. Hey, what do you think that? of what do you think of Euphoria, Griffin? I, what do you I'm think? I'm so fucking depressed all the fucking time now. Are we yeah, a man. podcast or a Marvel podcast? Well, you, you know, Gavin. Euphoria? Dude, Euphoria is the shit, man. I've been watching that too. Um, Watch Euphoria. I gotta, I yeah, gotta have you not it. seen Euphoria? No, I haven't had time, but I do want to watch it. I think. It's... What What were you gonna say, Griff? I I was just gonna say it's incredible, man. It's just so it like talk about good storytelling. It's just so fucking like each episode is just like beautiful in its own thing, and and there's like. I was telling Gavin, there's like 15 minutes at a time where I bet you that it's a paragraph long monologue, right? So someone will like voice over this monologue of like 15 minutes worth of content. And like, it's just so cool. Like, especially in the second season, there's this, um, the, the first, uh, I guess 12 minutes of it is an opening before like the title card. Um, and then they just like cut back to Rue. It's completely disconnected. And I'm like, what the fuck? is this awesome little mini story. And then late, like this fourth episode, like you figure it out and it's just, it's so fucking good. I could. T- Talk about how much they sexualize high school characters, but yeah, you were saying that too. Yeah, it's not so much like that shit happens in high school. That's not my biggest problem. It's the amount of nudity like they do. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, like I get all the actors are overage. It doesn't help when like the characters are seventeen, um, and you like you show it a lot. So that that is a I I don't know if my problem is how much they oversexualize the high schoolers because that is such an like a real thing in high school i think is how they do it it's a little inappropriate Mm. yeah yeah um this is the only way i can relate to that statement because i i kind of know what you're feeling well i know what yeah when i was reading game i know what you're going through i know what i know what you're going through but 10 times worse (laughs) (laughs) um when i was reading the game of thrones books um, there's obviously sex in those books, and reading sex is awful. There's, it is the most, it's so fucking bad. Dude, what not, do you mean? Fifty Shades of Grey is such a good book. I'm Fifty Shades kidding. Darker is such a great I'm book. I say this, George R. R. Martin calls a girl's vagina a swamp. Like, that's like the language he uses to describe sex. Like, Bruh. it's, it's awful. But... And then you want know the worst part is you want to know the people having sex, like thirteen-year-old girls, like Daenerys, because she's yeah. like 
in the books. And that be- that's like one of the most popular book franchises ever and one of the most popular TV shows yeah, yeah. ever. No pornography. Like it's- what does it say about our society that the most popular shows ever are with kids having sex? Oh my god. Game of Thrones, Euphoria, like fucking oh. the It book. They all have an orgy. Like what is going oh, on? Yeah. Oh my god, I can't believe it. Well, even I think Stephen King has also admitted, like he regrets. That was... Why do so many authors are like mm, underage people? I want them. <laughs> I can't live out these fantasies, but my stories can. Right, damn it! So no, it's just a story, guys. It's just like no, I'm just a writer, guys. It's not no. Don't look at me like that. I'm just writing. It's just for fun. It's just a story. People, because I, I don't have these feelings or thought. I just I think it would be cool for the content, guys. Trust me. Just because there are multiple rape scenes, does that mean I'm into rape? But there's a ton of rape. But I'm not into it. Fancy. Yeah, kink whatever dude it's just a dang book gosh darn it you know what luckily none of that sexual shit is in my marvel content oh yeah let's let's actually get back to marvel now we're just (laughs) the weird sexual things we fucking watch yeah a little off topic but that's okay that happens on the show iron man 2 is a little off topic this is in theme with iron man 2 you know, yeah. you both had that thought. I subconsciously had it because, like, when I was trying to, t- like, say the, um, like, synopsis of this movie, I was like, holy shit, there was, like, you know, in, like, content, there's, like, A plot, B plot, C plot. There was, like, a lot of, like, different things going yeah. on. You guys were right. There's, it's, it, and I, I think the problem is the why I was, re- like, the ending's there doesn't seem to be one resolution. There seems to be a series of resolutions. You know, Tony Stark cures himself, Tony Stark fights the bad guy, and then Tony Stark joins the Avengers. And then, I also, this is a weird note, I was really annoyed that Pepper and Tony hooked up, like, they, like they're together by the end of the movie. There was no indication that they should have gotten together in this movie. Pepper Potts, the entire movie, was just chewing Tony out. I never got the sense... Like, in the first movie, clearly there's chemistry. In this, I just got the sense Pepperhead was fucking fed up with Tony. I did not get the sense they were romantically... Gavin, she's trying to run the company. I I know, and I don't get the sense that she would... Like, I think getting that job... Like, the sense I got from her was, like, the moment she became the CEO, she's like, fucking hate Tony Stark. Because every scene she was in with him... She was saying, don't do this. You can't do this. Why are you... Like, she was just like... I mean, this is why I think he's an asshole. Do things. And she would say, you're ruining my, like, everything. And then she still loves... Gets with her. Even though he, like, apologized. He, like, is a half apology. Which, by the way, like, she says, why did... Like, he's like, I was dying. It's like, why... And Pepper's like, why didn't you tell her? Yeah, Tony. Why didn't you tell her? Yeah. I agree with that. It would have solved a lot of problems for him. Not even, like, solving problems. It's just, like, Pepper's the closest thing to, like, a family. Like, it's the closest person in his life. I mean... He's proud. You know what? I I had that thought while watching the movie, and I'm like, why didn't he tell Rhodey? Why didn't he tell Pepper? Um, He tried to tell Rhodey, but then Rhodey was kind of a jerk to him. Um, But, like... It, it was literally just his pride. I think in his head, he was like, I am going 
to have this cured before it becomes like a real problem. So why tell anyone, you know, like I'm, I'm, going I'm to so it. smart that I can do it. So why yeah. do I need to tell anyone? Yeah. This, this actually pissed me off because this was actually awful writing was how Tony Stark's dad hid the secret to discover a new element through the layout of his fucking Disneyland. And Bro. then he expected Tony Stark to figure that out 30 years later. That was so fucking stupid. But also, the way Tony figured it out, he's like, let me pull it up. And he's like, get rid of the trees, get rid of the sidewalks, the street lamps. He's like, and it works. It's like, bro, how was anyone supposed to fucking figure that out? <laughs> like, I want to see, don't get me wrong. Like, new I element. The movie... Yeah, and then Tony Stark just discovers a new element, which is cool. I'm like, oh, that's a cool idea. But at the same time, I'm like, the way he did it was such bullshit. I, I did not believe for a single second. It was just like the writers were like, we have to. Uh, how does he get a? It was just like, it was so convoluted. I'm actually really curious why. I probably should have done more research because I have no idea why they chose that to resolve the poisoning storyline. It was really weird. It was such a bad, bad way to do that. Maybe I'm they sorry. were also trying to figure out the issue of like, that he had to keep replacing his arc reactors. Did they bring that up in the first one, or was that an only a second movie issue? I don't remember. No. Yeah, he the arc react. Yeah, it was only in the second one. Oh, yeah, they, so they just the, created an issue. Yeah. Yeah, they just created an issue for this movie. But the prop then then but you're like, why did you make that a thing? I just think like. Here's the thing at the end of the day. I think the problem with this movie is there's so much shit going on and some and that's not it's not really good shit either. The the poisoning storyline's bad. Um the whole Avengers setup that does seem kind of like forced. I think Black Widow's inclusion's fine, but every time Coulson or Nick Fury is on screen, I was like you this is just an advertisement for the it did not feel organic or natural. What the fuck was Coulson there actually? Didn't <laughs> Coulson was like there. I'm here Coulson. to keep you on track. Uh, but he did not need to be in that movie. I'm going to tell you this right now. Phil Coulson cannot carry a fucking TV show. I've noticed way too many ticks that the actor does. Like, if you really? notice the actor can't, he's always shuffling. He's always shuffling. Um, yeah. And it's... I'm actually now being mean. I'm making fun of the actor. He's fine. But, like, um... Yeah... I think, like, it was fine that Phil Coulson was in the movie. It was. You're cutting out there, buddy. Yeah, I thought that was some, you know, beautifully articulated, but. Can you hear me now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we can. You just cut out for a second. Yeah, Phil Coulson's just, um, that was weird that he was in it. Nick Fury was weird. Also, Nick Fury straight up acted weird. What do you like, mean? If it's just like I have always seen Nick Fury as the and this Samuel L. Jackson, like there was uh, like I it was just felt like Samuel L. Jackson was playing him with an iPad. Oh, okay, yeah, mm, yeah. I don't know. I kind of get here's. I think Nick Fury is a very inconsistent character in the MCU. To be honest, like not only yeah. in his relevance because like. He was really relevant early on and then not at all and now is going to be relevant again. Like, But also, I think in his performances and how well written he is, like, 
some movies, like he seems like he, yeah, like Winter Soldier, he's really good and has like a really set character. But then like, I think like this and Age of Ultron, I'm just kind of like, what? What's going on? And then he's like a skull too, like in fucking Spider-Man. Yeah, like, and then he's chilling in space. Was that huh? even the real Nick Fury? Fury. Yeah, man. I don't. Yeah. I, again, I, I'm fine with it. Like, I love Samuel Jackson. He's a great. But yeah. like, oh yeah, he's amazing. I, I think. I think. I I think he's amazing. I just th- don't think Marvel's done Nick Fury the best. Um. In how they handle him throughout the MCU. Yeah, I think he... I think this movie, he was weird. I still think they did not write voice for Nick Fury. They were still trying to figure out the character out. Which is why they're kind of like, Sam, why don't you do whatever you want? Um, because in the later movies, he's much more stoic. And more... Mich- I don't know. It's just there's a very different character, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, that as... As is the case for all of these early MCU movies, you know. I mean, look at the Hulk. Completely yeah. fucking different. <laughs> That's also true. These characters. Look at no fucking look at this movie. Look at War Machine. Different character completely. That is yeah. also the thing about Don Cheadle's casting is that not only is the actor. I'm sorry, Don. This is a we shit on Don Cheadle like every week. Not only is he not that good in this movie, but they also like could change the character completely. Oh, yeah. One hundred percent. I don't mind Don Cheadle as an actor. I think he's good. I, like like I said, I like him later on in the MCU. But yeah, I don't understand why they had to change the character too. Just like a completely different vibe and it was not appreciated. Like in, yeah. in the original, he was soldier, like follow the rules and stuff. But then he was, I'm going to get drunk with Tony on a plane. Like in this one, he's just, don't do that, Tony. I'm taking the suit. Yeah, and then like he tries to be like charming, like when he's watching Pepper and Tony kiss. It's like get your own roof, and then was like, yeah, I was here to... first. Yeah, I'm like you're trying so hard to em- emulate Terrence Howard energy as like, I'm like I just don't like him. I also feel like in the first Iron Man, while Rhodey was this like, <clears throat> you know, wants to be the good soldier type. In the end, he really did, like, care about Tony Stark. Like, when they were leaving the Jericho missile site, he he was, like, running to Tony, like, why aren't you getting in my truck? You know, when they pick him up, he's, like, making fun of him, but he's, like, genuinely concerned about him. In this movie, I didn't get that concern. Like, when Rhodey's trying to intervene at his birthday party, it wasn't that I didn't feel like that concern, like, because Rhodey was on the United States' side. Like, didn't he want the Iron Man tech on the military? No, but like, well, also by the end of the first Iron Man, he made it clear like he was like, because remember when Iron when he was fighting Iron Monger, and like the U.S. Air Force had to get involved, and Terrence Howard's like, it's just a training exercise. Yeah, like, he, he kind of was for Tony having exclusivity over the suit. Um, yeah, but, like, like their whole relationship is different. It's just like yeah. again, I never get the sense that these two are friends. I've like in the first movie you kind of get that, but Don Cheetah, like you, I really get the sense they're just co, that they work together, like, mm-hmm. and it makes it even that much worse because like, again, War Machine should have died in Civil War. It's bogus that he's still alive, but like when you know his whole crash in Civil War, Tony's so distraught, and I'm rewatching these movies and I'm like, I do not get this. Like, I would be upset. I don't know. It's just. 
there's you don't feel the relationship. And I think this is my big problem with the movie is like I didn't feel like the reason why Iron Man one was so successful was I love the relationship. Yes, Robert Downey Jr. was great. We had a great relationship with uh, Terrence Howard with Gwyneth Paltrow. Like their chemistry and the actors had that's what made the movie. And in this movie, Gwyneth Paltrow is constantly getting mad at Tony. Don Cheadle and Tony don't feel like friends, and so it relies so. And I think a lot of the charm of the first movie was the relationships he had. Uh, and I think that's why I, I really don't really like this movie because I just, he, he, I don't like his relationships with these characters. He just seems like he's an asshole to them and they just kind of su suck it up and he gets the well, girl in the end. And I'm just like, I don't get the sense that she would like you by the end of this movie. You know, Gavin, you're saying a lot of negative things about this movie. Is it time to okay. hear where you put it on your tier list? Yeah, I think we can. I can. I, I've said my piece. Um, as I've said before, I think C tier is still bad tier for me. And while well, I'm in two is, I think and there's F tier too. F tier is is like that's like shit tier. Like that's unwatchable in my opinion. In Gavin's um, ranking, but like, I actually think Iron Man Two is worse than The Incredible Hulk. Like, Incredible Hulk was boring, but Iron Man 2 is just actually bad. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put Iron Man 2 still at C tier, but I do think it's worse than the Incredible That is nuts. Okay, Griffin, where do you put Iron Man 2? That's fucking crazy. I did not like the movie. There's S tier, there's A tier, there's B tier, C tier, and F tier. Man, I... That's surprising. I wouldn't place it much higher, but it's definitely going into B tier. It's going in smack dab right now in the middle of B tier uh, for me. It's uh, it's overall a good movie. It has a lot of things I don't like. A lot of things that, you know are are annoying sure a lot of plot elements a lot of things to chew on uh but at the end of the day it's iron man and that's my fucking guy i could appreciate that very very valid griffin um for me i'm going to i'm putting this one in b tier just like i put the first iron man in oh, b tier Brady, are you serious now does that mean i think they're equals i actually like iron man 2 more than iron man 1 now well now well, here's why. <laughs> I think Iron Man 1 is more of a well-crafted movie, but Iron Man 2 is just a... It was just entertaining to me. I can't describe it. It's just entertaining. I, you know, I have some goldfish, you know, you know, relax a little bit. It's fun. It's a good time. If I wanted more depth, I would watch the first Iron Man. If I wanted more... Hoopla, I would watch the second, and that's where I stand. Yeah, that was, um, that's our discussion of Iron Man 2, everyone. Tune in next week, where we will be discussing, um, oh, Thor. Thor. It's the first of the, the comedy trilogy, uh, Thor. Oh, the Thor. hit comedy trilogy, Thor. Yeah. Um, this time, I think Florence Pugh is actually going to show up, um, We've been really trying to get her on the podcast. It's kind of yeah, no, and she's 
a carrier pigeon and she she want she said she was really upset that she couldn't make it on the first three. I know you're lying because I talked to Florence Pugh. No, I know you're lying because she actually DM'd me that she's gonna watch Thor with us because he has blonde hair and so does she. I know you're both lying, and it's because I don't even like this bit. It's <laughs> <laughs> a rough bit. Yeah, it's it's rough. I kind of want to let it die too. I I, I purpose. I'm not gonna. All right, before we end it, I I'm not gonna lie. I haven't posted any of the Florence Pugh clips to TikTok. We're in the bit here, guys. The bit is dead. We're barely. Because I've been feeling it out. I'm like, mmm. <laughs> Well, I thought it was so funny in, like, pre-production when you guys were talking about it, but then the first episode, Gavin, you just, like, threw it out there, and when it hit, I was just like, man, I don't like this bit. I don't think this is that funny, to be honest. To clarify to the listeners, if anyone makes it to this point, audio or visual, we thought that if we brought up Florence Pugh every week and did this bit every week and posted it to TikTok and YouTube that one day, like two years from now, she would show up on the show. But I don't think... We don't have, like, don't... Energy, we have the energy to keep that this up, though. We don't fucking care. We don't care enough. I also yeah. am not obsessed with her as I think you guys are. I just think she's one of the most talented yeah. act- actresses <laughs> right now. No, I, I actually do think she's one of the best. I'm not kidding. Like, her and Adam Driver are, like, favorite actors. Yeah, right I, I, my favorite actors that are currently, like, in, in the industry right now, I would say, like, her, Adam Driver. Um, I mean, yeah, like, Andrew Garfield, but. Michael Buble. Michael you know Buble, what? Michael Bubbles, Bubble, <laughs> Bubble Butt. <laughs> I'm a big fan of Vin Diesel, to be honest. I think he's I'm a big fan of whoever plays Wilson Fisk, Vanessa. Florence Pugh <laughs> should be on our podcast. That is something I cannot allow. That would actually be dope if, I mean, he'll never, but that'd be dope if, if this he came good. on the. All right, but, okay. We started, honestly, with the Fisk impression. Yeah. Should I, should I do my Fisk impression as the outro? Yes, please. Yeah, yeah. Well, do the jingle. Do the jingle, Mr. Fisk. Vanessa, do, 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 do. <laughs> <laughs>